Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday. Yeah, Friday now, end of the week. Would you believe it? Of course you would, because that's what happens after Thursday, and we all knew it was Thursday. So let's move on with Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast, with me, your host, with the Alice Band. Oh, I can't believe you wear one of them for real. Go over it, I think. Anyway, we've got a good podcast coming your way, and we start with Jim, Natalie, and Glenn. That's, of course, White, Sawyer, and Johnson. They were joined on the show by the top boxing promoter, Frank Warren, to discuss the latest around Tyson Fury's fight with Anthony Joshua and his plans for bringing boxing back to fans. Frank said that Tyson Fury wants to fight Anthony Joshua badly, but Matchroom are scared. Oh, we're scared of making billions of pounds, terrified. Look, I'm going to just say exactly how it is. Tyson wants it. We want it badly. We badly want to make the fight because I think it's a fights have certain moments in times when they should happen. We've got a situation where we've got, in this country, very we're blessed with heavyweight, heavyweight talents. We've got the two guys who hold all the belts between them. So if they do get it on, it'd be the first time that the four belts have been unified yeah. by the heavyweight. Um, and the fact says, as you're saying, they're two Brits. So that's brilliant for us. Um, they both got contractual commitments at the moment. Tyson's got to have his uh, rubber match with Beyonce Wilder. And uh, Pulev is due to challenge uh, AJ for his title. So we'd have to get around that to start with. But if we could get around that, I'd love to see it happen. I don't think, I do, generally do not believe Matchroom wants it. I don't know if AJ wants it, but I don't think they want it. I know they're trying to, I know for a fact they're trying to do or allegedly trying to do a deal with somebody to get involved in their business. And if he gets beat, AJ, he's their jewel in the crown. I mean, he's the big fighter for them, and they can't afford to get him beat. And in my opinion, and, I'm, and I'm, I like to think I'm not a bad judge, I think that Tyson Fury going into that fight will be a big favourite, and I think he has everything about him to beat AJ. Now, the former England and Leicester City striker Emil Heskey came on breakfast yesterday to continue the conversation that is happening all over the world right now. And he shared how he faced and dealt with racism itself. It definitely cuts deep. Um, again, for, for, for us in our generation, this was the norm. This was the norm for us. So yeah. um, you desensitise yourself from a lot of things and uh, you can brush it off. But yes, it, will, it does cut deep um, knowing that someone you know the hatred that someone has for you just because of the way that you look in, uh, in your skin colour and I'm happy in my skin colour so I'm not going to change it for, for, for no fool um, 
you know so again it, it, yes it does cut deep but again we were grew up we grew up in an era where it was it was norm to to have people abuse you just walking down the street so you kind of desensitize yourself from it now this is kick off with Hugh Wisencroft, Darren Lewis and former Aston Villa striker Gabby Agbon Lahore on the lack of representation of BAME managers and chief executives in English football. Why did Heather Abatz quit the FA board a couple of years ago? Because she was tired of waiting for change at the top of the game. The glacial pace at which this industry puts in the the the, the plan to actually get us someone to aspire to at the top of the game is ridiculous and what we're seeing with players players have gone abroad players have said I'm not waiting for an opportunity at football clubs in this country I'm going to go to Germany I'm going to go to France I'm going to go to Spain because they realise that here in this country the opportunities for them are limited these are the uncomfortable conversations that we need to have if we are going to move on, if it isn't just a hashtag, if it isn't just a black square on Tuesday. Like, how, how, I, many, how many clubs have got black chief executives, sporting directors, you know, the top jobs in, in big clubs? It's non-existent, isn't it? The reason why Hugh's getting the responses he's getting to the show is because right now we are not ready to have that conversation. We want to say... Oh, you know, solidarity, solidarity this, solidarity that. But when it comes to doing the hard graph, rolling up your sleeves and addressing the difficult issues, not just football, media as well, my industry, you go into press rooms and the white people are the ones with the notepads and the laptops and the black people are the ones who are serving the food. I'm not going to be biased against just, you know, football administration. Our entire industry needs to look at itself if it wants to Well, Darren, I've even... I've even spoke to players and um, ex-black players that have played at the highest level, and they've said to me, "Why are you, why are you doing your coaching badges? You're not going to get a job. Like, we we don't get jobs." So it's even put enough black players that finish playing football to even go and do their coaching badges because the percentages of black men, black women getting jobs is so low. It's putting it's putting players off even going to do mm. the education and getting the badges. You know, the chances of you getting a job after you get them are so low. It's like putting players to go into different sorts of work. Now, the former NFL star Jason Bell joined Drive and he discussed the impact Colin Kaepernick has had on the NFL and his nation. He told Goffey in Durham the former 49ers quarterback has left a positive legacy across the globe. We are at this point now because he stepped out there. Mm. Now, I'm over here and I've never heard the world talk about a player in the NFL like they did Colin Kaepernick when he took a knee for police brutality. That, he was on the right side of history. We speak of him and will continue to speak of him higher than most football players in that generation. So what he's done, there has been a positive effect because every player in the league now understands what that moment was like And they have to ask themselves, what did I do then? Did I get behind Colin? And I won't make that mistake again. Now, this is the Grimsby, Bossy and Holloway on Breakfast with Alan Brazil, Ali McCoy-Smacker and Jamie O'Hara, Scarlet Sun. And would you believe it? He suggested that Simon Jordan should be in charge of the EFL. That can't be. That can't be right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness. 
everything's in a mess and English football should take its time and get sorted and governed correctly. I, don't, I think it's an impossible job that the EFL are being asked to do at the moment because they have to ask the people who are in charge of the clubs what they think and they've got to get them on board. That's, an, that's never going to work. We should be told what we should do. You know, and until we do that, we're not governed right. The government should definitely put someone in place, someone clever like, um, oh. <laughs> You're struggling there. You got all the answers, yeah. Rollo, <laughs> give you that. No, he's, on, he's on the show all the time. You know? Simon Jordan. Simon Jordan. Like yeah, someone like him could take over and make sure, because it, we're not getting any help at our level out. No, no that's not good. Level. I've worked at every single level and everybody in the community, no matter where you are, Grimsby fans, they, they need us to survive. Yeah. And they deserve yeah. us to survive. So somebody should be putting overall control of taking the money out of the top of the football, putting it all back in at the bottom because they're the ones who vote on it. It's all unfair, mate. And at our level, you don't get anything. Now I'm going to uh, try and break a new world record here for the shortest ever link on a podcast here we go <clears throat> so get your stopwatches out here we go the link's coming up now H&J yep I think I'm now a world record holder we brought you Britain's largest sausage roll yesterday this seems the perfect place for a giant potato Jesse Lynn 30 went shopping opened a big bag of spuds and found a potato uh, bigger than her head I mean, she hasn't got a particularly yeah. small head. She hasn't got a particularly big head, Jesse, if you're listening. It's an average size head. What about head. Joe, Joe Jersey Royal? He's got quite a big head. He's, he's, oh, that's very good. That's very good. So, Jesse looked in the bag. It's 8.5 inches and weighs two pounds. Uh, so, this is, as you said, the, they can't use the word potato again uh, in the sun. So, they then say the Titanic tuba um, <laughs> terrified her cat, Styles, who is scared it might jump at it. It won't, Styles. It's a potato. Um, exactly. Uh, she was making tea the other night when the colossal carbohydrate. Oh, this is good stuff, isn't it? Uh, That's emerged from her it? shopping bag. <laughs> I was shocked. She said that cannot be a potato. No way. Well, it came from a bag of potatoes. It looks like a potato, <laughs> albeit bigger than average, but it is indeed a potato. Um, I, I then that. held it against my head. Uh, why would you Did do you? that? It made my wrist ache. Well, put it down then. Um, I, show pi- I show pictures to my friends. They think I've gone bonkers. Well, Jesse, they've got a point. Um, I showed my fiancé, and he always comes out with one-liners. Her fiancé said that uh, it's not real. It's potato-shopped. Yeah, I wouldn't open with it, mate, but it's not bad. Um, <laughs> That's not better than so, mine. <laughs> yeah, it does sound. Say that for the birthday spread. I will, but, uh, yes. Uh, I've got Sadie, about 13 for tomorrow. Sadie, her dog, just... Sadio oh, dog yeah. just wants to eat it, apparently, but Styles won't go near it, the cat, as we know. And uh, she's not sure what to do with it. Well, I'd cook it. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is Everton fullback Mason Holgate. He spoke to Jim Wyatt, having recently signed a new five-year deal with the Toffees. With their season set to resume with a Merseyside derby against Liverpool. Come on, Everton. He said that the fact that their rivals are going for the title won't make a difference to his side's mindset when the game kicks off. Yeah, obviously, we can't really concentrate too much on what they're, they're going to be playing for at the end of the day. It's a derby and it means so much to us to get the, the win. So we can't really focus on what it means for them. It's more about what it means for us and taking the game as it, as it is. And it's a derby at the end of the day and it's no different to the others that we've played in and the seasons before. It's, it's, it's a derby and, as you know, anything can happen in derbies. And, 
and we're all just really looking forward to playing. It's a great game to come back to. But obviously, it's a Premier League. There's not any game that you look at and be like, oh, it's a perfect game to come back into that. It's always going to be a tough game. So no matter who we played, it was always going to be a tough first game back. And luckily for us, it's the derby, so you can't get any more motivated than that. And staying with Everton, this is the Times' Martin Ziegler, who joined Drive as news broke about where the returning Premier League fixtures could take place. He discussed the one everyone's eyes are on, Bournemouth against Crystal Palace. <clears throat> Sorry, my mistake. The Merseyside derby, of course. I think it will go ahead at Goodison. I, th- I just think the noises that's coming out of the, the Merseyside police and the fact that both clubs want it to take place there makes it extremely likely it will take place at Goodison. In terms of the, the fixture list we're talking about that we've seen, I mean, there's something like 30, 32, 33 games there. And I understand something between four and six of those may change, but the, um, I think that Merseyside derby does look pretty well nailed on for that Sunday evening. Back now to Maka Ali McCoist on The Breakfast Show, admitting he's going bald. Would you believe it? I think... Now, on next week's show, he's going to tell everyone he's actually Scottish. There's definitely a general acceptance up here north of the border that if, it's, if it goes, it goes. See, the beautiful thing about mine going is it's the penalty, it's the penalty spot at the top of the head, so I can't see it. It's just everybody else can see it. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I've got to watch, and I'm not kidding you, Alan, now. It's the sun. Aye. <laughs> I, I burnt the top of my head about three or four days ago. I mean, I'm, there's some you'd never hear any Glaswegian saying, or anybody north of the border. I actually burnt the top of my head in the first place nowadays that the old suntan lation goes bang, right on, on it. Oh, right on the penalty spot. Now, last but by no means least, of course, it's the Sports Bar. My show, Andy Goldstein, Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. And here's uh, just a sniff, a flavour of what happened on last night's show. Justin is a Liverpool fan. He's first in the pub tonight. Hello, Just. Evening, guys. You were good. Do you want a drink? All right, Just. Oh, yeah, why not? What do you want? Anything on the house? Uh, I'll have a strong bow, please. Maureen, strong bow for Justin. Oh, she's giving you she's giving you a massive head there. Is that all right? Oh, yeah. yeah is that all right? Yeah, oh, there you go. She's got, she's, head's going everywhere. You, uh, go on in. What do you want to say, Brett? I was born in Portsmouth, lived in Plymouth, and I'm a Coventry City fan. Right. Even that bloke laughed. Why? Well, why was he laughing? Well, no, I know why he was laughing, but why Why do you support them? I was born in Pompey, not through my own choice. I'm listening, mate. I'm listening. Oi, Brett, Brett, why are you fighting with Jacobs? Why are you fighting with Jacobs? Oi, you two! Stop fighting! Oi, no! 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 Oi! Brett! He's gone. He's uh, Jacob's just thrown Brett for the... He's just thrown Brett out. Jacob, show me your arms, Jacob. Make that Jacob. a bucket of bad while, please, Maureen. Thank Go you on. very much for the uh, rosé. It's delicious. Have a, do you want a glass? Mmm. I love it. Yeah, go on, Andrew. Oh, you just spilled some... Oi, Andrew, you just spilled some... Oi, you just spilled it all over me. I'll be tough, I'll be tough. Sorry. Oi, oi. Charles. Get Andrew out. He's just spilled all over me white suit. Oh. No. What's he do that for? Can you look, look at me, Stinks. Look, he's spilled it all down my white suit. All down my white suit. Look, look, look at it. Look. Your white suit? Are you wearing yeah, a white suit? Is that... Yeah, I thought that was cream. I thought it was a cream no. suit. Yeah, hello, Andy and Jason. 
Yeah, I've been practicing my darts. Uh, can I have a go? Yeah, go on, have a go. Go on, I'll take you on. Good hit. Well, that dartboard's a bit close, isn't it? Yeah, not bad. I mean, they're meant to go on the board. I think we should get rid of you, Andy. Should well, we get him out, Joe? Oh, hold on, he looks, he looks a bit ill. He look, are you all right, oh, Andy? No. Jacobs. He's, he's going to go. Oh, my God. Oh. <coughs> I'll sort this out. Jacobs, what is a matter with Well, that's nearly it for another podcast thing. Good work, everyone. A reminder, you can, of course, download previous or future podcasts via Acast, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Let me remind you that tonight, being Friday the 5th of June, if you like your German football, half past seven, Borussia Mönchengladbach are in action on TalkSport 2, commentary from Toby Giles and David Connolly. On Saturday, the 6th of June, Bayern Munich in action against Bayer Leverkusen, the Bayer Derby. It's probably not called that. That's on TalkSport at 5 o'clock on the same day, you can hear Dortmund against Hertha Berlin. That's on TalkSport 2. And on Sunday, the 7th of June, you can hear live commentary of Werder Bremen against Wolfsburg. That's on TalkSport 2. And then after that, at 9pm, of course, I'll be back for the Trans-Europe Express. Oh, hold on, I've just scrolled up. There's more. Half past two, my side, Union Berlin, in action against Schalke on TalkSport 2. And then at 5pm, Augsburg in action against Cologne, also on TalkSport 2. And then after that, I know I've told you, 9pm, my show, and it goes to these Trans-Europe Express with other people that know copious amounts of European football. Much more than I ever will, but of course, I'm the glue that holds it all together. Uh, that's it. Thanks so much for downloading. I'll be back, as I said, Sunday at 9, or the next Sports Bar, as always, is Monday night from 10pm. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Keep your distance. Go buy a car. Have a barbecue. Keep a metre and a half apart, unless it's a little bit more. And uh, meet six people, because that's the most you can. In the meantime, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Definitely put someone in place. Someone clever like, um, oh. <laughs> You're struggling there. You got all the answers, <laughs> Ronald. I'll give you that. <laughs> no, he's, on, he's on the show all the time. You know, Jordan, Simon Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.